Hey, welcome to the Life Edit, bringing order to your everyday chaos. I'm Tabitha Perry, former social worker and now life coach that breaks big problems down into simple, actionable steps so you become more intentional and productive in life. Let's get started. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to the Life Edit podcast with Tabitha Perry. I am very excited to have my friend Rachel Tucker here with me today. She is a powerhouse. I met her about a year and a half ago, and I just was totally drawn to her. Um, She, at that point, had written one book, and I believe has finishing up another one or going to be starting another one. Um, She coaches, she speaks. She is just this incredible woman of God that is stepping into her God-fulfilled purpose, which we are all about on the Life Edit podcast, encouraging those women to just figure out what God has for them as well as step into that purpose. So Rachel, would you mind just sharing a little bit um, about yourself so our listeners can get to know you? Sure thing. So this is what I love about um, divine alignment, right? Like, because, uh, my husband and you joined a certain like community. Um, I met you and got so many other awesome people. Um, I think there's such a teaching in that is just going on the journey because you're going to miss mm-hmm. so many relationships if you don't. So anyway, a little about me. So I am a wife, uh, to my husband, Kurt, we have been together 20 years. And this is, we're coming up on year 18. Um, I have four children. I am in love with Jesus. He is the uncontested delight of my life. And um, I gave my life to him because of the deliverance I received. I always kind of think about Mary Magdalene, you know, when Jesus healed her and delivered her from demons that she just dropped everything and just committed her life to following him. And so I always kind of relate a lot to her and the woman at the well, but yes, I am. The minute I said yes to Jesus, I gave up mediocre and average. And I started, um, just wanting to make an impact on the Mm -hmm. world. Cause I was a former just narcissist, histrionic, uh, worldly, person. And so for the last 17 years of following Jesus, I've just committed my life to him through just my testimony. And I've actually written four books and this is oh my goodness, one I'm writing now is going to be my, my fifth book, um, which I'm super excited about, but, um, yeah, so I have four kids and, um, we are business owners. We own a marketing company. We own two anytime fitness gyms, um, life strategist. I like to call myself a coach. Um, and gosh, what else? Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. But yeah, I'm just, I'm super excited to be on here with you today. Oh, you are such an inspiration. Um, And with inspirations though, we also have, you know, the normal parts of us because you sound pretty intimidating, honestly, Um, but you're, but like, you're not, and we can just have this conversation. So with that, I like to ask, what is one thing that you're like really bad at adulting at? Just so we know that like you're human. Yes. So first of all, let me just speak on that um, intimidation thing. Before we got on here, we were talking about the Enneagram, right? And so I'm an eight and challenger, right? And we're just intense. And what a lot of people, I I hear that all the time, Tabitha, like you're intimidating. I'm like, well, what you think is intimidating? I think as intimacy, you know, Mm. I'm just, I'm just very excited and passionate about what I do. So there's that. Yes. So the adult. The adulting thing is, um, I'm not organized. Like I am very, like, you could probably help me a lot. Right. So I am, (laughs) I am not organized. I am strategic though. 
Mm. So I have like my house, if you walk in my house, um, all the areas that you can see, it looks pretty put together, but don't go in my office. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. It's a disaster. Okay. I love it. <laughs> Behind every successful woman is a closet and an office that is a disaster. Like disaster. it's just proof, right? But I know where everything is. And that's you all know? that matters. Yeah, that right. is all that matters. But there are times in my life where I am like, yes, I think it would save time to learn this organization thing. But I've also come to the, the realization that I'm not to work on my weaknesses. I need to focus on my strengths because mm. I could get sidetracked in that all day long. So there is, yes. I have, I'm sure I have more, but that is one of them. Oh, thank you. Thanks for being real about that. Yeah. <laughs> That's wonderful. Well, Rachel, I would love if you would just share, you know, something that is on your heart regarding how you've just accomplished that. Like what has been that shift in your thinking from, like you said, being narcissistic, which is interesting that you labeled yourself that kind of focused on yourself versus focused on God and, and how you stepped into like no longer being mediocre and what that means for a woman. I guess it's the fact that if you think about the history and just, you know, Bible people, how I've actually, the devotional I just got done writing was really just the power of one person mm. and how God will choose people, um, in the worst circumstances to do as will, because like Mary Magdalene, once he got my heart, I was all into the, to whatever that was. I had no idea what it was going to be. It was hard. I mean, my journey over the last 17 years, you know, devil almost killing me and, you know, bankruptcy and food stamps and, uh, you know, sex addiction and drug abuse and alcoholism and losing a multimillion dollar business on a phone call and just everything that came along with that, the power of just saying yes, of hmm. when God calls you. You know, he's not looking for you to know it all. He's looking for a yielded person. And so for me, you know, I had a 1.7 GPA in high school. I was told I should marry a rich man. My looks were all I had going for me. And so I played into that early in my life, you know, seeking to fill a, a hole with those things um, and realizing that all the people of the Bible, they were just normal people that he, that God knew if I could just get this person's heart, they yeah. will be all in. So for me, it's realizing that it's not me. It's John three thirty says he has to become more. I have to become less. And that it's when people can realize that he just needs a yielded vessel for him to be glorified. Yeah. You know? So when I tell somebody my testimony and then they see my life now, there's no other explanation. But mm. Jesus is the only explanation. I've just learned how to be yielded, to give him, to, to surrender it all to him, give him you, here's my life, you know, and it's part of, we keep going back to that Enneagram or <laughs> like Joseph Campbell's, you know, the, the hero's journey and part of the hero's journey and becoming a disciple is you got to die to your old self. Part of the hero's journey is going on that journey. And, and getting rid of all the things that hold us back, ripping off the branches that don't belong there, that aren't producing any fruit. It's literally dying to your old self to, so that he could give you new wine, right? Going through the crushing, going through the trials, you know, everything that comes along with saying yes to Jesus, it is a battlefield. 
And I don't say that to deter people, but to let them know that when you say yes, that you get with that protection and provision and he lines, he aligns your path. He will put you on path to meet people, right? That will help you get to where you need to go. But it all takes, it it takes like, you can't have, and in the last book I wrote, I talked about intellectual pride, you know, intellectual pride, you know, those, those people who ride and die on all the initials behind their name. And I'm not saying those are bad people, but the ones that they ride or die and all the initials behind their name, they're done learning. Hmm. You're not, you're missing. They don't have spiritual eyesight because they are riding on their intellect versus the leading of the Holy spirit. So I guess to, for, to make a long answer short is you just have to say, yes, you have to be humble. You have to humble yourself. Um, humility is a big part of it. Um, and just letting the Lord lead your life and it's walking by faith. Yeah. That's Not really amazing. knowing where you're going, but you know, who is leading the way and you got to let them. Oh, yes. The word surrender that you said, you know, it is, you have to have humility when you surrender. And I'm just curious, what, what does it look like for a woman to surrender her life? Like maybe like on a practical level. Well, the first thing is, I guess, if you're married, um, and being women that, you know, somebody who is, you know, I I've been on my own since 17, I didn't have a dad in the home. So pretty much my whole life, I've been very independent, you know, change the oil in my car, like, you know, change tail. Like I've just been very independent. So for me to marry a man who's 10 years younger than me, and then for God to tell me I needed to submit to that, (laughs) that was one of the hardest things that I've done in my life, but one of the most, the biggest blessings like out of Mm -hmm. it, because thankfully me doing that years ago when my husband wasn't submitted to God really ushered in my husband becoming a godly man who is surrendered to God and who does hear from God. So, and then I'm blessed because of it. Wow. So surrendering that. And then also, you know, I talked in the, in the beginning about when we first started following Jesus, you know, 2006 bankrupt on food stamps, broke, no cars, both cars repoed. That's when we tied the first time. Wow. So that checkbook conversion where sometimes it's the last thing people do. It was the first thing we did. Like we surrendered all, like you can have it all take, take it, take it all. Yes. And that's what it means. It's, it's a, it's a trust thing. When you surrender it all, you're basically saying, I trust you with my life. I trust you with the direction. And for me, 35 years of my life, I, it wasn't working. You know, my way. So here I am 17 years later, 51 years old. And I, I see, I won't break out in song for you. Cause I don't sing well, but I, that song that says, I see the evidence of your goodness all over my life. Mm. I see it all the time. And actually my license plate has a, a Bible verse around it. And it's been the one that's kept me going through the hard times. And it's Luke one and it says, blessed is she who believed that he would fulfill all of his promises to her. And anytime that I'm feeling weary or I'm like Tabitha, and I know you feel this sometimes you're like, God, can I just be average? Like, 
right? Can I, can I just be average? And he's like, no, you know, we are end times and we need more. The harvest is plentiful. And it's really just going to take people like me and you sharing our testimony and given that encouragement of, Hey, listen, I'm going to lend you my courage. Mm. I have been, it's called the fast track, you know, so I can fast track a lot of people through a lot of stuff. Hey, listen, I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt and hat sold at a garage sale, saw somebody walking down the street, wearing it. Like I can fast track you through this. You don't have to go through all that stuff um, because I've already done it. And so that's the cool thing about being a part of the kingdom for as long as I have, because I am just, this is what I love to do. I, I love to share tools. I love to give referrals. I, you know, I'm just here to solve problems. Mm. There's no competition. Like there's just, we need more uh, boots on the ground at, at this time right now, you know? So I love that. Yeah. And just how you, when you talk about surrendering, there's so many things that go into it, surrendering your pride, right? Mm-hmm. Surrendering this trust and like um, independence to trust your husband, surrendering your money, you know, tithing when it feels so uncomfortable. And especially now as we're getting towards the holidays, this is when you still continue to tithe. You still continue to give it to the Lord, even though it seems like there's so much more going out. Mm. The more yeah. that we can give to the Lord, like that is surrendering is just giving our hearts and it is scary, but on a practical level, yeah. Wh- where are you putting your time? Are you surrendering your time to the Lord? You're surrendering your money. You're surrendering your relationships, your expectations, your agenda. These are practical things that we can do to surrender to the Lord. And you just, your life shows that. And I just respect you so much for all of that, Rachel. Oh, you're amazing. So if you had one thing to encourage a woman, so she can step out of, out of feeling afraid and holding herself back because she knows God has something more for her because he needs her. He needs her boots on the ground. What would, what would you encourage her to do? Well, I think the first thing, Tabitha, and I think this is probably your wheelhouse too, is when you talk about a life edit, it requires prioritizing your life, Mm. you know, and making sure you have your priorities, right. Making sure you have a good, solid relationship with Jesus and the Holy spirit, you know, um, getting in the presence of God every day, it requires you putting your husband first before your kids. Cause a lot of women get that messed up. And then when their kid's gone and they're looking at their spouse, like, who the heck are you? You know? (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. But here, here's the number one thing I tell people all the time is you got to invest in yourself. You have to get a, a coach. You know, I, I, I invested probably. So that year that we lost our multi-million dollar business, that's the year I probably invested about $50,000 in coaching and coaching programs. Um, and man, you get that back. That's, I got a 300% return. Mm-hmm you know, and God restored us double for our trouble the very next year after we, I mean, it makes no sense. Amazing. You know what I mean? So God I math. That, that, right. The number one thing I would say, Tabitha is hire you a coach. Mm. And I think, you know, what you do and, you know, cause I listen to your stuff and I follow you is people like me. This is why people like me, me coaches. Cause I need somebody to hold me accountable. I need somebody to help me and my, I have a guy, I have a, I have a dude for a coach um, because I am so, you know, especially with when it comes to my husband and 
you know, I'm so hard headed and I'm so hard of being vulnerable and sharing emotions and things like that. And so I think it's the biggest thing, Tabitha, is get a mentor, get a coach. The Bible tells us to get wisdom, though it costs you all that you own, get it at all cost, get understanding. And it's getting somebody that can fast track you that can, Hey, if I could help you shift a few, like make a few little life edits, like you coach a few little life edits, it changes your whole entire life. Yes. And they they can just be little small ones, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. It's like in golf, Tabitha, right? In golf, if you make a little, a million, like a less than a millimeter shift on your club face or your golf, it takes your ball where it needs to go. Hmm. Like a little shift and people don't realize it. It's those little things, but see, it's people overestimate. What is the saying? They underestimate what they can do in 10 years, but overestimate what they can do. What is it? It's, I might be backwards on that. I do not remember either, but I know what you're saying. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Totally Just start small. <laughs> right? Just start small. Exactly. We underestimate the, the power of making one little shift in your life from a morning routine, right. To, to getting up early and meeting with Jesus to, you know, one little small shift that to making your bed every day, you know, that power in just making your bed every day. Yeah. Right. So there's, there it is right there. Mm, preach. I love it. Thank you so <laughs> much for just bringing your heart. Come on, somebody. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> um, bringing your heart, but bringing your knowledge, you know, just, you just show up hundred percent you. And I appreciate that. So Thank Thank you you so much for your time. And listeners, if you are interested in learning more about Rachel, I will be putting all of her information in the show notes. So please reach out to her if you have questions and see what books she's got going on and her podcast. And she's will be on soon, by the way. That's right. So you can listen to both of us on each of our podcasts. (laughs) Wonderful. All right. We'll make it an incredible day.